This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. A very good Thursday morning to you, Marlins Nation. Welcome into Marlins Rewind. I'm Stephen Strom. Marlins lose to the Braves yesterday 14-6 at Lone Depot Park. Marlins dropped to 16-15 and on the season. They didn't move, though, in the NL East due to the Mets losing twice yesterday to Detroit and the Phillies losing to the Dodgers. But as always, here's your recap of yesterday's affair with the voice of the Marlins, Kyle Seeloff. All right, that's uh, a tough night here for the Miami Marlins. The Braves beat them 14-6, handed to them pretty good. The Braves have won the first two games in this series. They beat the Marlins 6-0 last night. They beat the Marlins 14-6 here tonight. We had 20 total runs and 30 hits, and we played this ball game in 2 hours and 38 minutes. The Atlanta Braves are now 21-10. The Miami Marlins are 16-15. They've got to get back into the win column tomorrow. Uh, with Jesus Lazardo on the mound. But rejoining us now is Jeff Nelson. And Nelly, uh, I guess we'll start with Braxton Garrett. Um, certainly not a good night. Four and a third, 11 runs all earned, 14 hits, two walks, and three strikeouts. We'll start there. I mean, what do you see and how much you just got to flush this thing? Yeah, you just have to flush it because he's been really solid. You know, the four starts that he had before this one, he had a 189 ERA. It's pretty solid. Uh, you, you know, you, I, you have to have short memory in this game. Not just Braxton Garrett. If you go back over the, I guess the best way to sum this up is the Braves have had a lot of comfortable at-bats. Not yeah. just tonight, not just these six games here in the in 2023, over the last few years. Yep. That's one of the reasons why they have your number, because they're, they're just way too comfortable. They can't wait to get to the bat rack and get up to the plate. And they can't wait to show up to the yard. Exactly. And, and they, you know, they... They can't wait to get to Miami. They can't wait for the Marlins to come to them. You know, they're getting balls down the middle of the plate. The breaking balls are are flat. The change-ups are getting behind the count. You know, that's what Braxton was doing tonight. Everything was flat. And it's a shame. You know, for him, it's all about strike one. Right. And then he can expand the zone and go from there. And when he is behind, he has to learn not just to have that get-me-over breaking ball. It's It's got to be a sharp breaking ball for a strike. Because the Braves are one of the most aggressive hitting teams in baseball that I've seen. They're jumping all over you, and they make the Marlins pay. They hit six home runs tonight. So the Marlins cough up six homers. Um, boy, Nelly, it's almost... I don't know where to turn after that. You know, it was just an, it was just an ugly night. What are no, you going to do, you know? And you look at the games as well. I mean, especially these, these two, and even in, in Atlanta... You know, you get behind, and like last night, 3 nothing. it felt like it was 15 nothing. And if you could have held them down, it, it, and the Braves are scoring late, too. There's always been those tack-on runs. Yeah. You know, the Braves get ahead, and then all of a sudden the Marlins chip away. Next thing you know, the Braves score five more. And, you know, not just in the beginning of the game, you need good starts, but you also need good finishers as well. Those middle to late innings, you need to shut the Braves team down. you got to at least give your offense a chance to chip away or come back at some point. And it's tough. I mean, you just have the Marlins number over the years, and it gets to the point that 
you have that bad feeling. You have that bad, I guess, bad taste when when the Braves come in town. That they're like, you know what? They, they're not going to beat us, and the Marlins can't beat them. If there's one encouraging sign offensively for the Marlins tonight, Jesus Sanchez was three for four, had the two-run homer. Xavier Edwards got his first big league hit, but uh, pretty much all Braves in this one tonight. Yeah, and you hope that you salvage one tomorrow. You come out and you don't want to get swept, but you look at these two teams above you and the Braves and the Mets, and the Mets are right there with you right, right now. Those are the two teams that you have to beat in order to get to the playoffs. And right now you're not beating these teams. All right, Nelly, we'll see what Jesus Lazardo brings to the table tomorrow. But for now, have yourself a good night, and I'll see you tomorrow afternoon. Thanks, Kyle. You too. All right, that's Jeff Nelson. I'm Kyle Seeloff. Let's listen to the highlights from this ball game tonight. Braves were off and running in the second. They had the bases loaded, and Marcelo Zuna was at the plate. Marcelo Zuna, he swings and hits a high, towering fly ball deep to left field. Forget about it. It's a grand slam for Marcelo Zuna, and the Atlanta Braves have a 4-0 lead here in the second. Didn't get much better after a Kevin Pillar single. Michael Harris, the second, came to the plate. Told me he's looking good. 1-1 pitch hit high in the air, deep to right field. Going back is Hampson. It's gone. It's 6-0 Atlanta. Coming into this ball game tonight, Braxton Garrett had faced 161 left-handed batters in his career. He had allowed just one home run. He coughed that one up to Harris. And to put the finishing touches on the second, there was a runner on base, and Ozzie Albies was batting for the second time in the inning. 1-0 pitch is hammered to left. Going back is Sanchez. He's looking up. It's off the wall. Ronald Acuna Jr. is going to float in from second base, and the Atlanta Braves now lead 7-0. So 7-0 after an inning and a half, but the Marlins would start to inch closer in the bottom of the second. A couple of men on base for Nick Fortes. 1-0 pitch is hit on the ground, out to short. Grissom circles around it, throws it to Olsen at first. Fortes is out, but a run does score, and now it's 7-1 Atlanta here in the bottom of the second inning. And the next man to bat was John Birdie. Count is 1-0 on John Birdie. He swings and hits a soft hopper out to short. Grissom has it, throws it high, and he throws it into the netting. Gene Segura is going to score all the way from second. That's going to be an error by Vaughn Grissom. And Gene Segura should probably, Nelly, get a little credit for the error. All right, so the Marlins got two back in the second, but the Braves would get one more right back in the third. Leading off the third was Ozuna again. Here's a high drive hit to left field off the bat of Marcel Ozuna. He's gone deep again. So Max Muncy is going deep out in L.A., and Marcel Ozuna for the second time tonight goes deep. He hit a grand slam. So uh, a multi-homer performance for Marcelo Zuna, who's gotten scorching hot when he returns home here to Miami. It was 8-2 to two after 2.5. Two Bottom of the third inning, Luisa Rice would pull the Miami Marlins a bit closer after a leadoff double by Yuli Gurriel. Kyle Wright out of the stretch. Here's the pitch. There's a line drive down the left field line. That's a fair ball. That's a fair ball for Arise. It's going to roll into the corner. Scoring easily from second base is Yuli Gurriel. It's an RBI double for Luis Arise, and now it's 8-3 Atlanta here in the third. Well, you get that run back that you gave up. After the RBI double by Arise, Sanchez singled, and Gene Segura lined into a double play. Garrett Hampson singled. They were at first and third with two outs in the third for Nick Fortes. Two and one the count to Nick Fortes. Here's the pitch, and he lines it through the right side. That's going to get down for a base hit in front of Acuna. Jesus Sanchez will score. Now it's 8-4. That's where it would be until the fifth inning. Braxton Garrett went back out there. 
Ozuna and Pilar singled to open up the frame. Harris flew out to left. The next man to bat with a couple of men on base and one out was Ronald Acuna Jr. Ronald Acuna Jr. High fly ball hit well center field. Forget about it. When's this baby going to land? Ronald Acuna Jr. with a three-run homer. And now it's 11-4 Atlanta. And for Acuna, that's his sixth homer of the season. And that would be all for Braxton Garrett. Devin Smeltzer came in. Olsen singled. And then it was Austin Riley's turn to get in on the fun here tonight. Here's the 1-0 pitch to Riley. He swings and hits a high, towering fly ball deep to left field. And this is going to go. That's a two-run home run for Austin Riley. And it's 13-4. So a tough night at the yard here for the Marlins. Uh, the Braves would hit one more homer in the eighth inning. That was courtesy of Ozzie Albies. They would score 14 runs in this ballgame tonight. But let's go to the bottom of the seventh inning. Uh, let's see. Dylan Lee was out there for the Atlanta Braves. He got Yuli Gurriel to fly out deep to center field. And the next man to bat was Xavier Edwards. This is his second at bat in the major leagues. And this ball game is just a little over two hours old. Here's a line drive back up the middle and a base hit. Xavier Edwards has his first big league hit. Young man, that's a swing you'll never forget. Well, congratulations to Xavier. His dad and I were minor league teammates. Very cool. Xavier Edwards hit a frozen rope back up the middle. That set the table for Jesus Sanchez, who was having a good night. The 0-1 pitch to Jesus Sanchez to sit high in the air. Pretty deep center field. Hilliard's going back. He's going to watch this baby fly out of here. It's a two-run home run for Jesus Sanchez. That's his third hit of the night. It's his second home run of the season. And now the lead is Atlanta 13, Miami 6th here in the 7th. And that would be all the scoring for the Miami Marlins here tonight. Kyle Wright left this ballgame due to an injury in the bottom of the third. Garrett left after four and a third. Devin Smeltzer soaked up three and two-thirds innings. He allowed three runs on three hits. And Jacob Stallings actually pitched the top of the ninth. He got a 5-6-3 double play for the first two outs. Then he struck Ronald Acuna Jr. out looking on a fastball at the knees, uh, and both dugouts went wild after that. That was a, a moment of levity in a ball game for the Miami Marlins was anything but. The Braves win this one by a final score of 14-6. For the Marlins pitching staff tonight, they punched out six. That means 150 bucks will be donated to AutoNation's Drive Pink Initiative to fight against cancer. For every strikeout this season, $25 will be donated to the Drive Pink Initiative. Okay, Kyle, thank you very much. Let's head down and listen to what Skip Schumacher had to say yesterday following the 14-6 loss to the Atlanta Braves. Skip, in a second, just what was it that really just started going wrong there in that inning? I think his breaking ball just wasn't uh, – that's normally his command pitch, his out pitch. Um, slider and, and, and curveball just didn't look like it had the depth or the the shape that he normally has. And, um, you know, when he doesn't have that um, that particular pitch, he needs that pitch. He's a pitch maker. So when they can eliminate that pitch or they're sitting on the pitch, either one, um, you know, there's a lot of hard contact and, you know, just kind of spiraled from there. What can you take away from a, a tough outing like this? We well, got to the fifth. I mean, we needed him to throw. We, we would have been in trouble if, we, if he came out in the first or second inning. So he got at least to the fifth. But um, that's the one you just want to forget about right away. That's what you take away from it. It's just, uh, you know, up and down. We just kind of got our butt kicked today and against a good team. And, um, I mean, there's learning lessons from and teaching moments from every game. Um, but this one was the one that you just got to – 
put away, uh, figure out where your you know slider curveball was before this game. His last outing against them before the rainout was really good. The slider and everything was, all his stuff was good. Um, you know, try to figure out the difference between those two outings and, and move forward. How close were you to taking an outing? Though Smelter was warming in the second there. Yeah, it's kind of a it's a fine line because you have. Um, you know, there's a lot of games left in a row. We don't have a day off here, four or five more days, whatever it is, um, maybe longer than that. can't remember the schedule. We just had a day off, so it's got to be longer than that. But it's tough to take a guy out um, that early um, and keep covering five or six innings. You know, we just can't do that. So um, you try to avoid, you know, crushing your bullpen. Um, you know, Smeltz did a good job of getting us through, you know, covering three or four innings, whatever it was. And, um, so we're, you know, bullpen's fresh tomorrow, but, you know, ideally you don't want to keep, you know, doing that obviously. And, um, you know, trying to get our starter more length is, you know, what we need out of these guys, you know, pretty soon. Well, I guess one of the silver linings is Sanchez, a home run, not just a home run, but against the lefty. Just we keep talking about what we've seen at the plate, but in particular against the lefty pitcher. Yeah, he hit three balls hard, really hard. Um, probably all over a hundred miles an hour and, um, you know, all types of different pitches, too, and pitchers. So, yeah, he's been getting a run the last couple of days, and he's making the most out of his opportunity. And, you know, when a couple of guys aren't feeling good, this is what you need from guys to fill in, and um, you never know what they do. That's that's You create your own opportunity. You just got to be ready for it, and he's doing that right now, and um, so he'll he'll keep playing. Yeah, I mean, it's, it gets a lefty, a good lefty in Lee, um, but – you know, we have a string, a run of lefties in a row. We have some righties that can hit lefties too. So, but he's doing a great job. For a guy like Sanchez, who was struggling in that bench role initially, and just how big of an impact has that playing consistently? Do you think has had on him getting settled and, and feeling comfortable? Yeah, I mean, your timing is always better when you're playing more. Um, and credit to him that he was working every day to try to get his timing right in case that opportunity presented itself, and it has. Um, pinch hitting is not the easiest thing to do it's probably the toughest thing to do in the league especially because as a pinch hitter you're getting a back-end type of pitcher um a closer or a setup guy and they have real stuff so that's not easy and you just can't hang your head on it you just got to you know figure out your timing as best you can in between the games that you don't start and he did a really good job with our hitting group and um you know he's in a good spot right now uh, the offense before the fifth inning when they had their second beginning, getting you guys back within four to see them see them do what they could chip away in after giving up seven innings to see it become somewhat of a game again, see the offense find ways to get yeah. keep you guys in. No, they took uh, some good at-bats. We made some base-running mistakes, too, and kind of killed the momentum there. Um, you know, we talked about that, you know, the double play at the rise and, um, you know, jazz stealing. And, I, you know, we – Again, we talked about it. You know, they both felt horrible about it. It was just a, you know, when you make outs on bases in that time, it just kind of kills the momentum that you're trying to build. Um, but, you know, again, the, like, these, are, these are the learning lessons that, you know, in July or June and even tomorrow that they'll be cleaned up, you know. And I think, you know, if you have a lead, if you're, it's a one-run game, it looks really bad, right? So, um, but I think, you know, there's, there's some moments where, you know, these, the, those particular moments when you're fighting back and crawling, you know, inching back, and uh, it was a really good sign. Balls the other way, you know, some, Segura took some nice at-bats today, I thought. Um, but, yeah, the, I think that's what kind of killed that momentum a little bit was some of the base running stuff. Um, Edwards' first hit and um, 
Burdick at an incredible Cow Fiction Center field. How encouraging is it to see the young guys come up and, produ- and produce and help out right away? Yeah, I mean, who's? I mean, you got to be really excited for anyone's first big league hit. I mean, that's they've thought about that since they were probably five, six years old. If you know they get the chance and you get to that, that never gets lost for me. It's like how exciting that part is. Doesn't matter what score the game is, hearing his family behind us screaming, um, it's a really cool moment for him. Um, but yeah, Burdick, great catch. I thought Jazz made a couple great catches as well today. Um, so there was some positives for sure. It's just, uh, you know, keeping the ball in the ballpark was, was the challenge. And uh, Jacob Sloan is getting his first career strike out. Uh, uh, what was the vibe in the dugout when that happened? I think he's four behind me, so he's still got a way to go. <laughs> um, yeah, cool. I mean, of all guys to punch out, you know, one of the best players in the game. So that's why he probably held on to the ball. And, um you know, it's it's tough to laugh, you know, when you're getting your butt kicked. Um, but there there is some human moments that are, you know, still cool to see. And he'll keep that ball forever, I'm sure, and um, have a picture next to it or something, have him sign. So, I mean, it's, that is a cool moment. When you have a position player out there, and that means you're getting killed, right? And so it's, it's not the ideal situation. Um, so it's one of those catch-22 things, right? Like, cool moment for Sollings. But overall, like I don't want to throw any position players. That's 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 a tough one. Thanks, Skip. Got it. Yep. All right, that was manager Skip Schumacher. Instead of doing what did we learn, how about we look to the positives? And the Marlins have been really good on these getaway days against the Phillies on April 12th. They won. We got away. We got back home and played Arizona for three games. They got away last week on that last game of a four-game set with Atlanta and beat the Braves five to four in that absolutely uh thrilling ninth inning so the one thing i will look to is the marlins have been good on these getaway days and hopefully they can get one today against the atlanta braves we are right back at it this afternoon a 410 first pitch it's going to be jesus lazardo the braves are going with a bullpen game but i've got marlins on deck at 340 make sure to tune in as always thanks for rewinding with us marlins nation let's flip the m together miami this is the marlins radio network driven by auto nation okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you i can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or i can conquer it I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.